0: This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at the ticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM Firth. 93.7 The Ticket. Welcome in to the Husker Women's Basketball Post Game Show on 93.7 The Ticket. Welcome to it on a Monday night. The, 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 the women's basketball team in a big one. In a big one, you take on the number one team in the Big Ten, a team that you faced already, a team that's ranked number five in, in some polls, number six in others. But they were sitting firmly on top of the Big Ten conference as far as basketball is concerned. They came to Pinnacle Bank Arena and took an L. They were handed a loud, resounding L tonight at PBA, a statement win for Amy Williams and the women's basketball team. Uh, there's no more question about whether they belong and whether they're uh, they're they're in the discussion. A 72-55 win over the Indiana Hoosiers and it's a good one. So 402-464-5685, the starter hammond text line, Honda Lincoln hotline. You could add your conversation. Go ahead and jump into the pool. You can see the video stream. Starter hammond video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Uh, and to get into this thing, I want to thank uh you guys for joining us on a Monday. We got a busy schedule for tonight. Uh talking tens will take over uh right after this segment after we do uh what we're gonna do here. Uh they'll push to about ten uh, to about nine fifteen. Uh the folks from the deep end will join us and then we'll close out the evening uh within the pocket with the with the national champion bowling team. Um tons to talk about here. Uh <laughs> again, I- I'm impressed by this one because we weren't sure early on whether this team could get over the hump now the Big Ten conference is pretty elite at the top right it's pretty elite at the top uh, Indiana came into this thing, uh, uh this thing tonight 10 and one they now fall to 18 and four Michigan at 113 uh, is in second place or was in second place uh, they're at 20 and four Nebraska has defeated both of those teams one and two in the Big Ten, they've been defeated. Ohio State is third. There's no fear from this women's basketball team over the top three in this in, in, in this conference. Then Maryland, then Iowa, and then Nebraska. Now there's a gap in wins. This is Nebraska's uh, eighth win in conference. Everybody else above them has 10 or 11. So there is a gap between uh, where Nebraska is. But being at six, isn't so bad. <laughs> they like the folks who were down at 10, 11, 12. So if they get into a big one, they'll get a buy, and then you'll get into the, the meat and potatoes. But they're going to end up facing one of those top three teams that they've already beaten. So there's no fear when you get into the tournament. Then it becomes a matter of matchup and, and who's 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 playing well at the time. Let's go through some of the numbers so you understand what, what kind of evening this was. Uh, this team had five players in double figures. Jash Shelley uh, and Sam Hybe both with 14, uh, 11 for Allison Widener off the bench, and, and she played at a Big Ten uh, level tonight that was necessary and will be necessary for this team going forward. Uh, ten from uh, Izzy Bourne, ten from uh, Markowski, six for and seven for Cravens. Uh, this team shot 46% from the field, 47 from three. I have to circle the free throws. Once again, I'm just going to say, if if this team's going to make a legitimate run, they've got to figure out the free throws. Because for a team that shoots as well as they do from three, tonight they shot 43% from the free throw line. And had this been the better version of Indiana, those missed free throws would have come back to haunt them. Didn't tonight because of the defensive work, and let's talk about that defensive work uh, by the Huskers. They held a, a an Indiana team that shoots generally at, at at 42%. They held them to 32. 23 of 70, uh, 72. They, look, Indiana's not going to go two for 23 from three. They're not going to do that on a, on a regular occasion. But give credit to the Huskers for closing out, being in the right space, putting a body on. Uh, it was the right level of physicality. It wasn't the sloppy physicality that can sometimes happen when you're punching up. But in this particular case tonight, this Husker basketball team defended. They had a hand on the hip. Uh, they got into the shooting zones. A lot of deflections in the space. Uh, Indiana didn't shoot the ball well from the free throw line either. Um, and, look, I was a little surprised that Indiana fell out of its, its, its full court press. The Husker had, Huskers had 16 turnovers to Indiana's 11, but they did not make them pay. Because they'd come down to shoot a three and, again, wasted opportunities. Look, 21 wasted possessions for the Hoosiers. 21 wasted possessions. Again, they're not going to beat bad teams in the Big Ten uh, w- with those 21 empty possessions. Um, but <laughs> those were the numbers. The Huskers won, won the battle on the boards, which, again, I'll highlight as a good thing because the streak continues. Look, the ball tracking of this Husker women's basketball team is pretty elite. Their ability to, 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 to gauge long jumpers and where those rebounds are going to be. Uh, Hybe and Jazz off the wing, they do a really good job of jumping to the paint, getting that, boxing out. Of course, Bella, Izzy, and uh, Markowski, all stellar rebounders at a high level. I do want to circle this one as another red moment. Uh, Markowski with 15 rebounds to go with her, her her 10 points. And this was not easy work for her. This was not easy work. There were hands all over her. Um I'm pretty sure her forearms are bruised tonight cuz Indiana was slapping at slapping at slapping at. But 15 boards for her, uh 6 for Cravens and Jazz Shelley again. Jazz with a stat stuffer sort of night as well. Uh but 15 and 10 for Markowski, uh 14 and 6 and 3 for 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 Shelley, 14 for 4 for Hybe. Um it's a good night across the board. Um, I think the difference maker in this thing for me was when the starters couldn't get it going and they struggled and were grinding early. Allison Widener came off the bench and gave them 11 points of five or seven shooting. She also gave them four rebounds. She gave them two assists in uh, 27 minutes. And we've seen the reemergence of, of Bella Cravens. 16 minutes, seven points, six rebounds, uh, one assist. So. The captain did her thing tonight, and it was impressive. On the other side, it was pretty cool uh, to watch the way this team defended and what they did. Um, you know, for the minutes that were in place, uh, I'm, I'm proud of what they did. You held this team, uh, the number one team in the Big Ten Conference, to 32% from the field. That's just insanity. Um, I'll go to the text line. We've got a couple of folks chiming in. I them up and said, uh, the women's team shares the ball. Yeah, I mean, understand. Understand the spacing is different in from women's basketball than it is men's. Like you, you're not going to have six, seven wings closing out from the, from the paint to the, to the lane. There's a difference. There's a difference, and the bigs in in women's basketball aren't closing out from middle of the paint or apex of the rim out to three point corner. They're not doing it. <laughs> it's, it's it is a different game. Like let's let let's be clear in that. Ball movement as well. Look, we understand that this team had 12 assists on 28 baskets. That's not ideal. It's better than 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 some other teams are doing, but this wasn't their best offensive uh, uh, execution night. It wasn't but this team grinded tonight. Look, big threes along. Look, the seven threes, they were seven to 15 from three. Those seven threes, six of them were to kill uh, an Indiana run. Now, ponder that, wrap your brain around that for a second, that they went to three point shooting to sit Indiana down. And in regular rotation, the three point shooting wasn't exceptional. But Ashley two, hit two threes that were big to, to, to kill runs. Widener's 1-3 uh, was a huge one. Um, and then Jess Shelley with her two late in – one in the third quarter, one in the fourth quarter that, quite frankly, turned out the lights for Indiana. So their ability to do that, yes, they move the ball around. And they share it because a lot of people can score. But here's the other thing that's happened. The top seven players for Nebraska – can give you double figures on a bad night, (laughs) and they shoot at a high percentage. Look, when this team shoots 46%, they're going to win. They're going to win. And good shooting makes passers better. (laughs) Like it's, It's real easy for you to get into a paint as a point guard and as a quarterback to get into the paint and kick it out to a shooter on the wing. Whether that shooter can knock down that three is a whole different story. But in 15 passes to the wing in that space, they knocked down seven threes. That's impressive. It's necessary. Again, it it is very definitive when you look at this team the way it plays. Um, They were better in their speed cuts tonight. Uh, You know, when three-point shooters start to affect ball games, wings need to cut hard to the basket. And it looks different when this women's team does it. It looks different than when other teams do it in the Big Ten. It looks different than when the men the men do it in the Big Ten. Why? Because it is a full sprint. They do a better job of at least putting that defender under duress. That, my goodness gracious, they're in a full sprint to the, to the rim, and I need to concede. We don't have the fastest team. You don't have the quickest team. You do have the most efficient team. This team is efficient when it puts its foot in the ground and tries to get from the wing to the, to the front of the rim for an easy pass. Now, the difference also is that Markowski is posted up there. When it was Izzy and Bella, Bella would float out to the soft corner and give driver space to, to, to the paint. Markowski's there. She's holding fort, which means there's a big defender in that space. <laughs> there's a big defender. What this team does exceptionally well is one more pass from big out to kick out three, and this team when they when they catch and shoot threes well, look the two big threes that Ashley hit were both catch and shoot threes. There was no closeout time involved, and the shooter, the three big shooters for Nebraska, they don't care about the three point line. They're two and three steps beyond the three point line, <laughs> so there are very few other than Maryland, maybe teams that are, and Rutgers who are going to close out from in the paint to a step and a half beyond three in the Big Ten. But that's what this—that's what talent does for you. That's what these folks do for you. So I, I, it was exceptional. I, I do want to point out that Indiana's best player didn't play. Their big is a 17, 18-point, 8-rebound type of big. And she got hurt early in the year. And, yes, this has allowed the people around her to get better. Right? They get more, they get more ball usage. They get more time on the floor. Um, they get more attention. But, my goodness gracious, um, this Big Ten women's tournament is starting to look really interesting. It's starting to look good. And Nebraska has, has set itself up to be a player, to be a factor like a big factor. You've knocked off the top two teams in the Big 10. 1 and 2. And these are two top 10 teams and you gave them the business and in both of those games Nebraska was dominant. <laughs> like they ran they ran Michigan and Indiana out of PBA. <laughs> the 1 and 2 teams in the Big 10 conference. Spectacular. Yeah, Milkman says, I thought the missed free throws were going to kill them. Yeah, I I was worried. I'm just watching it early, and this is the third game where this Husker team didn't shoot free throws well. They went to the charity stripe, and it didn't go well. Now, when you do everything else well, it doesn't really matter. But my goodness gracious, there's going to come a game where they're going to need to get rid of one of the Big Ten monsters, and it'll come down to free throws, and it's my hope. That they figure it out because this team can shoot. I mean, to have you know, there were a couple of Markowski went a couple of offers from the free throw line. Sam did it as well. And sometimes that's this is the wall of the Big Ten Conference where teams before they go into the the, the late stretch, where young players hit the, hit the wall, veteran players hit the wall, and where it shows up is on defense and at the free throw line. That's that. That's literally how that works. Now I'm impressed that this team, with tired legs and being in the stretch of the Big Ten that they have been, went seven for fifteen from three. That's exceptional. And critical threes, like they were making shots at critical moments when you know they uh, Indiana had chopped the, the the twelve point lead to four, and then the big time player stepped up and knocked down a three, or they would take the the 10-point the run and get it back down to five. And then Josh Shelley would knock down a three. But I love the fact that this team figured out the most difficult thing in all sports. They figured out how to finish. And it is important and it is vital. Um, they don't get to rest. They don't get to rest. Look, Amy Williams' best year was year one where she had 21 wins. This team is now flat at 19 and six. I'll repeat that. 19-6. Every Husker fan within earshot, if we said, hey, it's, it's February 14 and women's basketball is 19-6, how would they feel? They would be throwing confetti in the air and they would, they'd be playing a parade. What you need to do, what you need to do. Don't tell me you support this team. Show up. Show up. Get your tails down to PBA and support this women's basketball team. We talk about it. Well, we support winners. If that team's winning, show up. Don't talk about it. Be about it. They deserve a packed house. And I say that for all the programs. You know, we talk about how much folks talk about how much they care about Husker Athletics. Well, you know what? doesn't take much for you to get your tail down there on a Monday night after the Super Bowl. Nothing else going on. Nothing else going on. And we'll talk about we'll talk about women's gymnastics. You got a couple more opportunities to get your tail down to the vanny and support. Softball and baseball are there, they're a few weeks from coming home. Look, you don't even have to like men's basketball. You don't even have to feel like you know it's not a good brand of bas- good level of basketball. But those that's the only basketball the men's basketball team you have. So get off your tail, go down to PBA, and support these guys. Support these young ladies. Support the brand. Don't talk about it. Be about it. All right, that'll be it for the this, this women's basketball postgame show. Talking Tens, Michaela Curtis, Kenzie Roby. We'll take us through the next 45, 50 minutes or so. We'll find out what's going on with them. They got a big competition this week. We'll talk about that. And then they will hand it over to the deep end. They've got their big event coming up. And then bowling where they've got the one meet that they have here in Lincoln. It's all coming up. Folks, the women's programs are handling it. We're going to let them talk tonight. Buckle up. Stay tuned. Lock yourself in. Get some popcorn and a beverage. These women's programs, it's time for them to be highlighted. We'll do that here. Stay tuned. Talk at 10s up next on 93.7 The Ticket.